Hey, hey, welcome to episode three of our high key episode podcast. I messed it up, didn't I? No, no, can, we, can we start it again? Uh, we good, we good. Just go, go. I was ready. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving all this in. So just go. No! I love it. I love it. Yeah, so this is it. This is episode. All right, this is episode three. This is our casual segue in. Totally vulnerable on my part. That's great. You guys get to see all facets of me. (laughs) But yeah, welcome, welcome. Welcome to our authentic journey of, you know, this podcast. So I like that we're doing this. It's great. Yeah, I'm glad. Glad to be back. Um, This felt longer than like the previous episode. I don't know. You know, I feel like we we talked about like time shifting. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of feeling different. Um, And I don't know. Maybe it's just like the weather. Like it's been it's been gloomy here these past Mm. couple of days. Mm -hmm. The weather kind of makes it feel a bit more heavy. It's so funny that you mentioned that. Um, I did a I did a post uh, on my on my Seventh Goddess channel, and I was uh, of like the energy that I was picking up today, and it was speaking on like um, being more mindful of the environment. Um, So it's interesting that you bring that up because the weather here today is also very New York is very gloomy, draining. It's raining today. Yeah, my mom's told me, yeah. Mm, yeah, so it's uh, it's adding to that overall energy. But as far as time is concerned, I agree. It's a little, it's it's still fast, but the stretch of time from the episode, like first episode to our second, is narrower. If that makes right. sense. Yeah. If so, like just like maybe ten minutes ago, I, I got an email from a, a vendor, um, just like looking into order more products for one of the companies I work for, mm-hmm. and. She was just like, you know, she gave me information and then she just kind of went, she just wanted like a, a little update about like work, her personal life. And she ended an email saying, glad the world is opening again. And it, it just hit, it hit me heavy for some reason. Like just thinking about like the transition and like the significance, like the world is opening again. Like what, like, what does that really mean? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. What do you think it means? Without her context, saw, if you can... Try to I mean, that. for her, I guess just just you know going back to life pre you know COVID pre twenty twenty not well not pre twenty twenty I well, I, don't, I don't know where to go back to right because before that you know people had uh, issues with the president so you know what 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 is there to go to right there's nothing to go back to we have to mm-hmm. move forward mm-hmm. and I think that's what I'm that's 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 the weight that kind of sat mm-hmm. on me just thinking about. Most of us don't really know what we're going back into. Like mm-hmm. it's not, it's not what we think it is. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. what we think it is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we we've we've let go of so much over these mm-hmm. past past few months. Um, I don't know. Just always one, always wondering what's next. And you know, growing up watching movies, you 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 see all all the the negative outcomes of what future can become right we see you know everything's predicted right everyone that's that's art inspiring us to kind of see uh you know where our lives can take us on negative aspects or positive aspects but when we we think about movies about the future it's always doom and gloom Mm -hmm. and i see i feel you know i feel like we're there and i i don't i i guess i'm more concerned about people not realizing that we're not We, we, we lost. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I'm I just said we lost. That's yeah, it. I see what you're we saying. Lost. I see what yeah. you're saying. But uh, um, 
I'd, I'd like to challenge that for a second because for the element of feeling lost, I feel like it's also a great new reset in order to maintain that level of, oh, and do I love this word, hope, um, and to have faith, you know? Uh, it's an element that is very strange for all of us because it had us all in such a worldly aspect. It's undeniable that we all were victim of that, of of the world pre-COVID, right? Pre-2020, uh, whatever it means for us, or for even her to say, you know, oh, I'm glad the world is opening up again. And it's weird because it's like, when I hear that, I am afraid the same way with you in the regard of feeling that uh it doesn't does that I, i'm wondering does that mean you think it's back to normal because there is no normal it does like there is i feel like there's no, no going no, back course. to where we once yeah. were right and that's that's i feel is the the blank the blank like the line of like insert feeling i don't know what's going on and right. it brings at and the only thing that we do have is what you then mentioned is like movies that predict a future and then it's like all gloom and doom and you know it's what is the what is the hope what is the faith kind of the, the argument of where we can have contextual um emphasis to try to resonate with why we feel what we feel, whether it's through examples of music, through examples of prophets, whether examples through literature, history, education, news, or even movies. It's trying to put that all into some subtle, some some form of, I want to say at this point, purpose, because what is the purpose of it all, right? What is the purpose of it all? What are you, what are you going to now sit with and try to still gain a slivering of I don't know what is that like yeah. <laughs> perseverance <laughs> survival mode that, you know that's, like that's what the shift is now right like mm-hmm. figuring out purpose for, for a lot of us um and embracing the idea of purpose embracing mm-hmm. the idea of living free and kind of disconnecting from the I guess I use like the, the the systemic like corporate school um, limits that we w- once faced. So you see more young entrepreneurs. You see everyone. Not you see everyone. You see a lot of people diving into passions and it's creating you know the various mm-hmm. small businesses. Right. Um, and th- you know that's one aspect that we also see of the future. Right. Everyone has Correct. everyone's a little vendor. Everyone's doing a little side hustle. Correct. Which is dope. Correct. But right. on, on what level? On what level do do we do we allow? The for, I guess for me like the extremities you know we're just becoming more 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 extreme people um, siding with uh, the establishment you know just a year ago they were pissed off at and then you have every, like literally everyone else right it's just those two extremes and just looking to see where it, where it evolves into in these next few years like on my last couple of days like what what has society evolved into. Mm-hmm. Thinking about the future, always, always, always worried. But as you said, hopeful. That's your, that's your magic word. I don't know if it's my magic word. It is. It, it's not my magic word. Don't have to be real. Um, okay. It's it's not my magic wor- word because for my own biases biases that I have towards the struggle of knowing what it means to to maintain that idea of hope, it is difficult. Mm-hmm. 
It is where we are all human, where we all have different means of expression and longing for um, that other, that right, the the hopefulness, the the strive, the motivation, whatever that is, and whatever we search for too. When we get um, when we search for certain meanings in life, that that fuels our hope, that fuels our passion. But that's where I linger more in that passion where that fuels the hope. And that comes from me. My premise would be authenticity. That would be, again, that where I challenge that aspect of finding that self authentic means and being able to express that authentic means wherever that struggle may be. And this time around, we're in that political, I mean, not argumentatively, it's always been the struggle, but right, right. right now blasted in our face is that we all have a wake up call to answer to and whatever timeline that the individual needs to understand that I'm here enough to be compassionate of that. But at face value, I think it's clear that the, the whole reset, the whole timeline of it all, it does mean a reset. And for me to chime the hope, the, the word hope, yeah, it's for the, it's for with respect for those individuals who have been on a path that deem themselves confident in whatever they believe in and to maintain that will, but to also remain humble. You know, it's a, it's more of collectivity at this point and com- communal ways of being able to express our feelings. And often enough right now, the blasted thing in our face is it's mostly through differences that we are having these conversations or trying to find connections and it's having to express, wait, I don't even agree with you because this, and this is a totally different active conversation that I think it's, it's challenging people because that's something that is, I can speak for myself and the generation that I have been made in contact with throughout my time, but that is not something that we were taught. We were not, we were not taught to, we were taught in a way to be narcissistic and have overconfidence and then face a dream, chase a dream that isn't really self, self, self-sustainable in one way or another. Um, and then we have the other aspect of, you know, uh, succumb to always follow the rules. <laughs> and now we're in a point where do we have to question collectively what the rules are that is for all of us that brings us together collectively. And, but that is also doesn't divide us as the differences that we do have just based on experience and opinion. So I think that's the weird part about not really knowing where the, what, where the future holds, but the excited element is to understand that now it gives people the permission to kind of do their own thing. And it would establish the vendor lifestyle, the, I have this to offer. What do you have in that kind of type of trading, if you want to say, because it's also, it's also very, very prevalent to where the economy is going. That's self, self-independent banking. Yeah. It's, um, I, it's, I guess it's part of being the exper- being part of the experience. And I mean, I'm sure every generation has their cultural and generational shift. Um, you know, a lot of it is race related like, for me. And I feel like maybe for you, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. sure, sure as, as heavily as me. Um, and I think part of the, like even, you know, the brand itself and with like the models from Mount Mel- Melanin, um, subtitle. It's about chasing the growth and the experience from 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 the perspective of 
the root of what blackness is because you don't you don't really you don't really get that. I feel like you do, but I feel like in most cases, it feels very cliche. It feels very. Um, I guess I've seen it before, and that's maybe that's also part partly because there aren't that many. West Indian shows, right? Like now you see them. Now they have like YouTube shows. Now they have um, TV channels. But as a, I guess as a, as a collective, I think there's still so much that's not being introduced and that we all, we all aren't taking part in. There's still more divisiveness between us because, you know, we can go back into those subgroups. Of, you know, I can go on a Haitian American subreddit and like disconnect from the American experience as much as I want to or need to, or just kind of find a balance. Um, you know, so the, the, you know, the goal, I guess, is to just put it out for, for everyone, although it's for black people specifically, but by default, everyone kind of takes part in it and everyone understands how to just kind of express and be, you know, be at that peak, you know, be at, be at the height. Right, mm-hmm. yeah, be at the yeah. hike of the hike. Correct. To kind of really vocalize and be seen and vibrate, right? Vibrate right. and be at the top. Yeah. Right. But, right. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's where I chime in. That's like the high key way of like of having an existential life, you know, raising those raising those vibrations and honoring every vibration that we're vibrating on every step of the journey. Meaning there is some low dimensional pain that, you know, this is, frequencies that don't feel good and we can raise ourselves through experiences and then we meet political um, situations all the time history speaks in it for itself in the aspect of what it means to be black and diving into what we've been educated up to this point of what it means to be black where we were either argumentative speaking for some being distracted from in that aspect of what it really means politically what it means to be black and that is remarkable for me to see that there is again a reset of right. that ability to dive into, like you said, different cultures and find a way to also disconnect to reconnect. And that is honoring what I always love in in the journey of life experience and being able to utilize again where I say in conversations the tools that are available to us at every time, should we choose to see it or not? Should we choose to ask for it or not, right? If we're aware of, of those things. And I, I can only speak from it in, the, in a way that I resonate with it. And it's like the universe gives us these blessings to be able to see those things. And then we hit with real life. And real life is 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 engaging with people, is engaging with other humans and, and the structure that has been built upon that structure from eons of time and then where it could go into the future. And <clears throat> that battlefield has always existed. And I think this is such an interesting time to kind of be witness towards really in my own flesh and blood to see where people decide to go in life, what they decide to open up for themselves or not, or, you know, like this is, this is very interesting time for that. Where do you see yourself going? <clears throat> Good question. <laughs> Good question. Three, three and three and a half years from now, Just mm-hmm. make, make a little a, a funky number. <clears throat> I mean, at this point, it's again, honoring for myself, my own, my own type of business, uh, my own way of uh, establishing entrepreneurship and mix it with my authentic way of 
my journey and that means my spiritual journey and to not make that also very sounding cliche it's to break the barrier of um of what it means to be cliche either spiritually or human whatever just to spark that conversation and i want to be able to establish that that foundation be be on be on that journey in the next few years to establish that foundation for my future self for that that communal communal sense you see yourself establishing it in new york uh new york it it will definitely new york will be a huge it's prevalent for it i don't know i i, I don't know I don't know if I'm establishing it in New York per se, but the influence of New York and the, I think the effect of it will be very important for New York. Right. Let's put it that way. I get that. Yeah. So let's hope. <laughs> let's hope. How, 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 <laughs> how, how the weeks have been um, since, rec, you know, recreation. Oh, okay. Yeah. You smell it everywhere. It was just pretty much the same. The same, same. That's why I'm like, where's everybody at? Where's everybody at? Whoever was doing it was already doing it, right? Like, it's not even just that. I mean, unfortunately, I'm in a situation where where I walk, <laughs> like this is my audience. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm like, I'm in a situation where I walk outside and I see everyone with masks on. So you know, considering yourself that it's a recreational situation now and everyone's still wearing a mask. Um, I, I think people are in the mentality of that struggle right now. If I had to look at it from that perspective, um, you know, nobody wanting to, you know, struggle with smoking and taking off the mask, you know, <laughs> just seeing it be like a fiasco in the itself. So now people are just, yeah, I see it. I see it like some stoops, you know, but it's, it's, it's the same thing. It was the same thing. <laughs> I think I saw a, uh, a Reddit post where someone was making fun of um, weed smokers. Like, I thought you guys believe in like natural herb. Like, why do you want to take, you know, vaccines or why are you wearing masks? And I, I just thought it was Good point. Like, Good point. It's kind of the same comedic uh, standpoint where I'm like, I thought you were spiritual. Why are you taking the vaccine? Oh, that gets me going. That gets me going. I'm not even ready. I don't know what part of myself I have to heal. <laughs> But let me tell you something. I don't understand that at all. Like at all. Like, especially if you think if you promote, you know, going back to herb, you know, it's medicine. It's mother nature. You know, don't we trust what mother nature gives us? Ooh, isn't it pure? It's the, it's the disconnect. Like just again, like this last year, you know, it wasn't fucking with them. <laughs> wasn't fucking with them. As a as a whole, as an establishment, as a as a record label. Like, You're right. That, right. It's everything. But it's everything. Now, now we're like, here. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't, that's what I'm saying. Hope. <laughs> hope. hope. You know, and hope. this is not to throw some shade on the word hope. It's to me comedic sense of that because if you're going to also on like psycholo psychologize uh, psychologize you made that up psychoanalyze uh, um makes sense um thanks thank you uh to to psychoanalyze what it means laughter you know in philosophy they talk about plato and i think uh, or socrates one or the other they talk about the fundamental things of what humans essentially need and it's food shelter and laughter you know and that's when i think i've thought about that man i've 
ever since I can remember that that ringing in my bell when I was younger, I was like, I resonate with that understanding so much because those are the premise. Like when you're in pain, laughter helps, you know, right. food also helps and shelter is great. You know, those are the things. That's right. You, you add that on that. That's medicine. That's the next part of the conversation. That's like mind, body, soul, spirit, you know, medicine. Right. <laughs> so uh, 420s is coming up in a few, in a few days. You, you, are, you celebrate in any way. Or how how have you celebrated it in the past? You know, I've never I've never had I'm one of those I've never really went into major major events that celebrated 420. Um I think that would more answer to because <laughs> I was gonna ask you at one point, like, do you have a do you have certain people that you desire to smoke with? And I feel like that's part of it. Like I don't wanna I never really wanted to I felt more comfortable smoking at home, like being comfortable at home and smoking than like being at an event. So I never really, I never really went to events like that. I never had a chance. Um, so I never really, like even this time around, I don't know. I don't know what's to come. I haven't heard anything through the grapevine. I'm like waiting. <laughs> I let you know and let some write it somewhere, post it somewhere if I do. But yeah, no, nothing. I don't know. I feel like the most rebellious part would be like walking around without a mask and smoking. <laughs> event that's, that's the event of 420 that's the way i'm gonna celebrate <laughs> walk that in a bar yeah. with oh such a you gotta push the culture forward uh, yeah i mean isn't that going back to normal <laughs> isn't aren't we aren't isn't that why we're so happy that things are opening up again i can like they, even, they even gave it to you they, they said you could they, do it. i have permission and, and you still don't want to do it like, and they even right. said i heard exactly and i even heard that um you even can't even get arrested anymore for not wearing a mask. I'm like, yo, wherever they let that ringer out, that is crazy. That is crazy that it even happened, that people literally were um, a victim for that. That is, that is fucked up shit. <laughs> but, but either way, it's now into the siren of you can't get in trouble, you know, like you're vaccinated you know you can smoke now recreationally like <laughs> and to your, you know to your early point there's compassion right like you know just understanding that you know people are gonna make their choices you know just, just gotta learn to adapt right just gotta yeah that's what that's what yeah. all, all life is just adapting to whatever Whatever's going on relatively. Let me tell you, it's like it's a struggle because now I'm I'm you know, I'm up for that challenge of that being that person not wearing a mask on the subway. And let me tell you, because everyone is just like strapping strapping on. You have no idea. And do I gamble? Do I do I gamble? Apparently I'd love to gamble because I gamble with that. Why, like what I like to gamble. Why? Why do I like to gamble? Um, one, it's not a gamble if it's if it's real. And the real aspect of of the truth is that I'm real is relative though, right? Real is not relative in it the is. way of in 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 the way. Hold on, hold on. Uh, it's not it's it's not relative in a way. If you're going to if you're going to honor what the challenging question is, why do I like to gamble? Because my idea of what a gamble is is somebody who plays with money. That but take the equation with money out of it. Somebody's taking a risk, right? I'm I'm. If my argument for challenging that question, right, giving an answer to that question would be, would be, well, 
I like to breathe. And before all my life, since I've been sick for as long as they've been saying I've had an autoimmune deficiency by the doctors, they've written it down. They took my blood work (laughs) in all the diseases I have not caught or have caught and I've conquered. And I have been my true authentic way. Breathing was one case of helping me (laughs) and enjoying my space, not fucking around with my mental anxiety because wearing a mask over my face, that lack of oxygen, if I have to take it that far in an argument, is something that gives me anxiety and that plays on my mental. Why would I do that to myself? So in the art of also then saying, well, I move from one place to another, if wherever I have to use transportation and it's on a subway where I never needed a mask. And just there's a sign saying, oh, it's a requirement, but uh, AKA service announcement, it's not a law. Um, it's not a gamble because I have real relative facts if I'm going to play the game. What do you want to <laughs> of, well, what are you squeezing? <laughs> I'm, it's, it, it's like no, no, trying I'm to just, put I'm it in. I'm like putting the, the pieces. I know, I know. I'm, I'm squeezing the, the density of the truth. <laughs> Like, you know, like forming the ball, like to find, make it make sense where the act of me, me uh, going on the subway without a, without a mask is a gamble. I know it is, but it's not. No, I never thought about uh, <laughs> it's that, not. that you have an autoimmune uh, disease and you, is it, is it disease? Is that? It's lupus. It's lupus. Yes. It's an autoimmune dysfunction. Yeah. Autoimmune disease. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I, I never thought about that like duality. I feel like, you know, people with, um, underlying conditions are more likely to be less likely to gamble. <laughs> How about that? There you go. So, That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. There's no other, like no other than me that I have met that it continuously gambles. And that's part of my, that is part of my own journey of now honoring my self-expression and being authentic because there's a level of truth that I have that I have have to be honest about. And that challenges people with all facets of questions as to as to why I do what I do, why I stand behind what I what I stand by, you know? Right, right, right. And the in that argument, well, I have very many means of factual relative uh, evidence for them to bring into the court of law. <laughs> And just to negate, you know, what is it that I'm playing with besides my own sovereign right? I've had these elements. I had lupus since I was 14. I've had a crazy health journey throughout crazy moments of life, which is high school, being 20s, going through that, having my own having my own process of things and challenging myself health-wise too with what I eat, maintaining my lifestyle, the relationships I was in, you know, all these facets lifestyle was my something that I always gambled with always gambled with because when I then stepped in and asked for assistance most of my life because with lupus it's not I'm not downplaying this shit at all this is not something that is fun it is just because I don't complain about it and just because I don't hide behind something that I can advocate it that I really do have it meaning you know I'm praising lupus people or funding this or part of a movement of some kind doesn't take any value away from me not having what I have it's just that i I've kept it personal. This is a personal thing. This is 
a part of identity of me that makes me so different than anyone that I've personally met and the people that I have met that have had lupus or had no people who who've had it had uh, not the best experience. People have passed away, you know, and that again, has always been something that I've kept on the ringer of my own mental strategy that I don't would never want that to happen. That's been call it, call it whatever kind of mindset, the fuck it attitude, ignorance, whatever, but it's kept me alive up to this fucking point. Yeah, it's like, it's the fuck it attitude. Fuck, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I wanna do. And I mean that shit. I mean that shit because that's that mentality, right? Because that mentality, not for nothing. I swear, I'm swearing everything I love and don't know what's coming, that has kept me alive. That has kept me fucking alive. And I have stories that are just as much as that was trying to. I've had great doctors. I love medicine, but I don't agree with many of the things that I was being told and stuff like that, you know, with, with other people who, who were professionals that didn't have it, that couldn't relate on it in certain ways that I felt it, that put, gave me my mentality that I have today, where I challenge society standpoint in saying that it's safe for me or safer for me to put a mask on my face. <laughs> I never needed a mask in my life besides putting a bag over my face when I had a panic attack and I needed to breathe in carbon dioxide because that's what people get taught to do when they have a panic attack. You breathe into a paper bag and the carbon dioxide slows down your, slows, slows down your, um, your anxiety in that moment. Right? So what we're doing now, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with it in so many fundamental deep levels of my life that I could go in many tangents that of conversation that, yeah, challenge me, challenge me where I'm even playing. Cause if I'm gambling anything, I'm gambling with my life. If I'm paying attention to what the fuck is supposed to go on out there, right? out, out, out there, right. I'm playing with my life, you know, and I've traveled all over the country since last year <laughs> without a mask besides like having to, when I needed to be on a plane. Right. But I'm still alive. And I'm not saying it to gloat and I'm not saying it to disrespect the people that I also know that have passed away. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not in my ego saying what I know, right? But I'm saying it to, again, answer the question why I gamble. I'm gambling because my life has told me what I know is right. And my right is I like to fucking breathe fresh air in because that's dirty wherever you go. And here in New York, it ain't that clean either. So, right. you know. It's a fucking attitude. <laughs> Mad defenses. I'm like, yep. Mm-mm. <laughs> well, um, I mean, and I, I, I agree with. Um, I mean, you know, we would discuss like I, I, we have similar views in terms of what's going on big picture. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Me, I, 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 give me one second. Mm-hmm. I mostly just wear it out of concern for other people, um, and I guess. I look at it as something I look at it as arrogance on my part. Cause like, you know, I, I, I know, I know my body, I know my health, I know I'm a healthy person. I, I never, at no point did I ever believe I would catch it. I just didn't think it, it would be likely. Um, or even if I did that, it would affect me just because of, you know, my human arrogance and just, again, it's believing in, in my health routine and my, um, my, my, my lifestyle choices, I guess, in terms of how I take care of myself. But yeah, it's mostly just con- I'm just concerned about other people. I, you know, sure. I, I want to be fair to other people. Um, sure. So I, I hear you. I hear you. But I, I still I still feel like on a social level, mm-hmm. 
there's, there's still a bit of, I think if you want to be part of, of societies on certain levels, you give a little bit if it doesn't take too much out of you. I think there's always a little bit of sacrifice. I love that. I love that aspect. <laughs> I think there's always, I... there's always a little bit you kind of give, um, and, you, and you pick and choose, right? And I think me that, existing. That's, that, that, that's all. That's that's part of it. We, we pick and choose what we sacrifice. True, true, but not even. But I have no disrespect to what you said. Um, there's a level of <laughs> I value life for the life experience, and this is to honor how it also functions. Meaning, I came here alone. I don't have a twin in the aspect of actually I, I'm, I came out of my mother's womb alone. And the idea of transitioning and death is that I'm experiencing that journey also alone. Does that mean I don't affect people during that journey? Does that mean that my presence when I get to, when I birth don't make people happy? No, of course I was celebrated for the birthing of me. It's just like I will be mourned in the death of my transition. That is, that is the way I understand and also was taught and what I can see through being part of something socially on a world aspect with what we all share as a human life experience, that element of respect, that that's how it happens singularly in that linear form. It births and it dies with respect to everything that's living apparently with the plant, animal, whatever. So in respect of that, and honoring the preciousness of every single one of us that are alive on this planet is to understand that we are unique. There's a reason why we're all here. Whether it's good or bad, it's out of the fucking question. At this point, there's a reason why you're here. Making you as an individual so unique. So in that aspect of itself, being a connection to, let's call it for what, people might resonate with more being a children of God that we all share in one way or another, whatever it is that you believe to or believe for, or, or if not either, I don't know. But if one can understand that at least to the premise that we are the same of flesh of human life, then that is already a social aspect of communal understanding. If we honor this life experience in and of itself, so for me, being part of something socially and saying, give myself, the challenging part of what you're saying is not challenging what you're saying, but me bringing this up is that my pure existence in and of itself is me giving myself to the world. The fact that I had a had anxiety with depression of my own mental health in my life to play with my, my own existence gives me authority of my life. And that's with respect to questioning people that, you know, suicide, having, having suicide thoughts, like all these things that are existential to what it means to live puts me in the standpoint of knowing that it is ultimately all up to me. And that aspect though, for giving a little, is I respect it. I respect it. But the same conversation, if I'm going to chime in and when I chime in to see what people are using as a defense mechanism to say, well, it would make me more comfortable is, is, hasn't made sense up to this point. It hasn't made sense to me because the arguments or the, what I hear is, well, I think that it minimalizes the contagion part that's been debunked by, by, by facts 
it's the it if I can reduce the spread that has been debunked, like all these things. What what if I what if I say I would appreciate? I would like what if I say hey I would appreciate it just because I have diabetes. What if I just say I just say I would appreciate it? Would, would you, do you do you there think the two... language? Do you think the language kind of shapes how you respond to it, or is it just no? I mean. Zero? It, it, zero, you'd zero have to <laughs> no 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 i have respect for human people for human life so i will always oblige by the rules if that movement whatever brings comfort to other people i will always i will always do that but it has to make sense meaning what i'm bringing to that sense is not to negate it i'm not challenging anybody's feelings here ever that's not what i'm standing here especially when i'm on the a spectrum of wanting to heal that's not what healing means for me what I mean is I can't answer that question because I don't know the situation because nowadays I know what my reset is. I know what my hindsight 2020 is and my 2020 inside I'd like to look upon for my future at this point in my life. So with that honoring, I'd have to question myself, what scenario am I in that that person is saying that? Because I'm in a situation where if I'm going somewhere and I'm being requested to wear a mask, and I don't feel like I should, I will not go there. That is respect to both me and the person. That's just, that's just, that's just it. If we can go in the situation, then that's with zero disrespect or malice. That's, I understand you and I respect you. Do you respect me kind of thing? We don't have to take it that far. But if it's, let's say somebody was to ask, invite me over, like let's say, let's say family were to invite me over and I say, I have to wear a mask again. I choose. Do I go over to my family's house? No, I didn't, don't go. Because I'm not going to also be that person to step in without a mask and make everyone else uncomfortable. That would be right. th- that, would, that would be disrespectful on my fucking end. You know what I mean? So that's that's the element. So the question isn't what I'm doing personal life because I have that in check. For me, it's the question of what I do publicly because that's what the challenge is. The challenge is for me, communally, communitively and collectively, what we're all trying to figure out, what the facts are, what the facts on facts are, and what we're all trying to come together and socialize on. And for me, I think it's my God-given right on any land that I stand on that if I'm walking from point A to B, I'll be fine without a mask. Because wherever I will challenge that, that is my right. If other person feels uncomfortable, well, now the stand siren is you have the you have the obligation to stand six feet away from me, six feet away from me for at least for, for me to be comfortable with that. But that's that's also a weird way society works to give that limit of six feet. It should happen naturally. It always has. When you walk from one block to another, you either know to not step into that side or to that side. Just, do you, do, you do, do you do the do you social distance also? Like if you're at a store or anything? Yes. But I play with it. But I play with it. I play with it, but I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not playing with it in a in a gambling way to bring sass to it. I'm saying that I'm not like I'm not like I, how can I say this? If we're going to look at the signs that are in the stores, I'm not that person to go uh, the the sign that says one way down the aisle, I will not oblige by that one way. I will might go the opposite way. But if the fucking st- sticker is there to stand six feet apart from the cu- pers- customer in front of me, I will do it because okay. I have I have respect for the fact that it's their space. Whatever. It's when they ask me, "Hey, can you help me?" 
that stuff that has always been part of the fucking normalcy of communication, in my opinion, of, hey, if you see something, do something. If you can assist, assist. That's kind of like what this time is now, right? It's kind of like you almost have to ask for permission. Do you mind if I give you a hug? Do you mind if I sit next to you? Right. You know, it's just in the subway. It's really fucking difficult because whether it's fucking on your way to work, you, whether you liked it or not before 2020, that person's going to be in your face. Now it's just like right. mask or not mask or not. But do you, do you mind? <laughs> what, what is that? You know? And that's, that's what I gamble with, with the logistics of all the subjects that I've have yet to see in front of me that I'm like, yeah, this is great. What everybody's picking and choosing to see. <laughs> Even myself included. I'm not. I'm not foreign to this. I'm still learning. Welcome to my gambling of New York City. That's why I came back. <laughs> you missed the gamble. I get it. I get it. I missed a. I missed a gamble in one way or another. But now I can gamble with my life. This is my life we're talking about. I mean that shit. I. I don't. No. There. There has never been a safe measure for my at all to feel something on my mask on my face and no no <laughs> it's just me though you know I've been to places that have been dirty I should have gotten it and I've you know right right I'm according to all that I'm it's very dangerous and I like danger apparently <laughs> how about you though Tell me, tell me about, like, do you, do you, do you see yourself being very comfortable with that normalcy of, of like having a mask around to put it around your face when you do need to step into a store and, and stuff yeah. like. It, it, it doesn't bother me at all. I mean, I majority, and maybe it's because I work from home. The majority of my time is spent not, not wearing one. So. Mm-hmm. The, the act means nothing to me. It, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a effortless gesture. And again, my mindset is just being considerate of other people and their concerns. But yeah, I don't, I honestly don't really care. I get it. I get it. I understand. I understand that. And I have high respect to that. Cause I agree. I agree. I do the same thing. Um, but I feel like we're not talking about it from, or we shouldn't talk about it from a perspective of we shouldn't care or not. Right, it's kind of also the me, I, yeah. No, I'm saying I'm saying that now because I say I say I said the same thing about myself. Like, I, I will. You ask me whether or not I wear it at the store. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah. Do I do I go by the rules of six feet? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, Do I do I still I I still do those things on a on a level of respecting other people if that in that situation makes sense. But we're talking about something that has been implemented by people that of the same structure that the fight before this conversation of mask has been the same problem, the same problem. We talked about like a little bit about the the social aspect of what it means to be black in this country, right? right? Like these implications of rules, and this is my issue on just the category this time mask. Mask is like, all right, great. I understand. But then we have this, 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 and this, and they're all connecting to being the same issue here. And I, that's where I would love to bridge the gap to people understanding that maybe a little bit more, that there is a connection to it all. 
And for, and the fact that I'm not saying, I'm not never questioning the comfortability of somebody else. Again, I consider myself a healer. I'm on my venture on the venture for that. So it's not about that. It's about what we're thinking it's okay on the form of being governed by something because it is a governing of something you're obliging by a governing of something you're saying yes i will do this for the people because that's a government type of mentality being bestowed upon that person right and that's that's what i'm challenging what is it that we are going to allow ourselves to be governed by on a collective level where it makes sense where we appease people because when have we ever appeased people in a way that i brought peace and equality into up to this point up to this point, because I still don't see it with a damn mask on. I still right, don't. Right. I, I mean, I, <laughs> I get all that, and I agree all that. I, like I said, it, it just doesn't take anything. It doesn't. It doesn't add or take away any value from my life. Like it's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think for me, my energy is focused on other things and or changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess resistance and maybe different capacities. I don't. Yeah. Mm, and what, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't because me wearing, like, you know, if I, if I were to go into a store and not have a mask on and just be the only person there, add, add into the race aspect, right? I'd just be like some crazy nigga in the store doing it. And all I would do would, all, all, all it wouldn't make me look like a resistance fighter. I, just, I would just look like a crazy nigga. I was like, like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? Oh, that crazy no nigga already thing. happened. There was a guy who right. did that. Right. But there's no, uh-huh. there's, there's no benefit. There's no benefit, I think, at the end of the day. Oh, I don't. I don't think I can agree with that. There's a major benefit because there. It always only takes for me. It's to honor what changes. It takes the one mutation in order to evolutionize some sort of some a chain of something else. Whether it's a good mutation into what we can but deem the as negative. Already happened, like because like right. The, the, but that doesn't mean the, no. No, I understand. There's that. a cure for all that. mutations, and it can be found mm-hmm. in all. Yes, there is. No, no, we're no, going. No, no. We're going I back understand. to just basic. No, no, Basic no, no. idea not, of mutations. I, I just I shook my head, but you know what I was shaking my head at. <laughs> so oh, yeah, you're, you're, right, just, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. right. So I, I understand that mutations have cures. I'm saying that we're not there yet, and I'm I'm saying that I I, I believe that the majority has. We are the, like when I, I said when I said earlier, like yeah, we yeah, lost yeah. to an extent, yeah. right? We yeah. lost. The majority yeah. has chose have chosen their path. They've chosen what they want to do. That's just part of society mm. and culture now, right? Once it becomes once it becomes part of culture, it's part it's part of pop culture, right? Once it's part of culture, it's curated and it's part of society. It's part of just our identity now. That's how, that's the conditioning of it. All. True, but, true. So very true. So the, the the resistance aspect of like not wearing a mask, it to me it, it does it doesn't deliver the message of saying that I'm fighting the good fight for you. It just makes people who have chosen that path say like what what the fuck is wrong with you like that vaxxers and anti-vaxxers right that, that's the divisiveness we're at right that's that's racism right and black right like what the, what the fuck is this like so that's what we transition to and this is just this is just a new aspect to it right mask right mask and non-mask is vax vax what is it uh anti-vaxxers and vaxxers once you create divisiveness that's all that matters is them or other they don't see you as you know republican democrat they don't see you as so. In a way, it's kind of normal. It should be normal for us wearing a mask because then all of a sudden we look the same. No, no. like you, you know, there, but there, there, there is no normalcy. Like like you said, right? There is no normalcy. 
Right. But what I'm trying to indicate that if everyone's wearing a mask, there is no central division. So furthering your thought of, of the, the fact that, you know, there is, you have those people that are anti-vax vax. You have the people that wear the mask and don't care about the wearing mask, but every one of those people up to this point are still wearing a mask, going into the store, getting their groceries and leaving because there's still probably people in that, because myself included, that are those part of the engaging conversations when we're back in our house that we can have the conversation free will, nilly willy of our freedom of speech here to say, you know, these are my opinions, but I'm still accountable to, the, yes, I am accountable right. with answering the question of, you know, do you go to the store and wear the mask? Yes. It, you know, do you blah, blah, blah. All these division sections of, again, that divisiveness, that Yes, left, right, right. But that's the thing. Is isn't isn't it funny though that now has become to a situation that oh okay well, I guess it could be a good thing then that we're wearing a mask because it makes us all uniform. There are no judgments. There are no triggerings to seeing a possible divide. Nah, there always be something, right? That's that's what the that's what the internet has provided us the ability to, to hate more people that's like that's what we mm, had. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's, what the, that's what the majority of people do on the internet right you just waste your time hating on people like that's just the game that's what it is so mm-hmm. it's like for me um, you know you talked about like reality and truth like the reality is that divisiveness divisiveness exists and it's mm-hmm. just we you know we're just adding more and more to it that's just what it is so Again, it's for me the the message isn't being sent. Like, what's I, the I, message I that you could that. let's say if you had the message? What's the message that you would send out? If I had a message, yeah, my message is my message is uh, fuck. All right, my message I guess is just self. Re- re- realistically, I think it would have to be a um, top to bottom message. Like some real shit needs to happen on a t- on the on a top tier level for people to change their perspective and kind of wake up a bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, How would you feel if somebody were to tell you that on a top tier level, things already have been taken care of, but on a lower level, they're not being able to share the truth. Right. Because it's being prevented. I'm a heart, right. So I'm a heart, you know, I'm an individual, I'm a, I'm object objectivist. I believe in Mm -hmm. the individual, I believe in the individual. I believe we as individuals need to, we all are responsible for ourselves and our actions and the only way change really occurs is from the bottom up that's what mm-hmm. i truly believe in but mm-hmm. i think applying it to where we are in society and how society, society operates now it has to be top bottom because people focus on ideologies now they focus on singular views they focus on hierarchy versus th- versus the the combined effort and the combined unity to kind of truly invoke change. You know, it's, it's me and these, it's old, you know, these, it's thousands of small pockets focusing on change for the individual self. And then everyone is, you know, it's an infinite Venn diagram, right? We're, we're right. all in all these different Venn diagrams, but never getting closer to be that, you know, that one or two Venn diagrams at the top mm-hmm. that really, and, you know, invoke the change that we that, that we need. That we I, I don't even know anymore. Need I, I don't know if need is the word mm-hmm. um, because of I don't know. You know, mm-hmm. like I I, I think I about the, like you know whose fault is it? Right? Like is it is it <laughs> our fault on a social level for allowing it because you know we have the strength and numbers and all of that, 
or is it the people at the top who see they see what we're they see where we're going they see where as a as a society we're headed they know it isn't good like you know global warming is ramping up like every day i'm on this um i'm on reddit and there's this reddit called collapse and it just talks about like all the climate change and like arctic uh, sheets collapse and, and it's all the fucked up things happening to the earth <laughs> that are just letting us know that like famine and all this all this wild shit's coming um mm-hmm. you know to mm-hmm. what degree is it is it true like who knows you know mm-hmm. but you know I, I i always i always understand the villain's point of view because mm-hmm. he he sees the the issue with the majority and the issue with the majority is like not tapping into the individuality because mm-hmm. of the conditioning mm-hmm. that the you know the hierarchy implements mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's interesting because uh, have you ever heard of the show American Gods? No. So it's a show on stars, I believe. Um, I don't know the guy's character name, but one of the one of the, one of the quotes, one of the things that he said is um, emphasizing why he loves anger in people because at least in anger, people can change. People do right. things, right? And that's kind of that villain aspect that you highlighted. It reminded me of that um, because it's true. I agree with that a lot. Um, to also and to also answer to what it is that you said it uh, happens from the bottom up, and the bottom up for me on a, like a, with a medical t- with a metaphysical t- uh, twist on it for a second is honoring um, a post that I, funny the synchronicities, but I posted it up today on my on my post about that whatever effects happen that you are your body is the roots of the ether like you're right. all right so if your body is the roots of the ether, then everything that you are is the concept of honoring what, whatever they talk about in law of attraction, manifestation, whatever you put after I am, you are right. Right. So in that, and then if you dive deeper, you look at it, that it's the root root chakra, it's the root chakra and it's color red passion, right? Change. I've been on this wavelength of thinking that for a while now. And um, I find it very interesting because, again, this reset that we've been talking about is all about that questioning sovereignty, questioning your own ego, questioning your own makeup of what you are. Are you going to pick a side? Are you like all these things, these nuanced pressures to our own physical body? And it's crazy because it is in it of itself a rebellion some sort of revolutionary state of awareness, hence why it's also considered for the, for other people as a great awakening that's happening because it's tapping into that idea that literally everything that you are, you become and you literally have control over. So it is narrowing a gap again of that, how can I say this, anxiety of, not showing what's happening above and how is it affecting below or how it, right. what influences one another. Should I focus on that, on the ideologies or not? Or should I focus on, like all this weird As stuff that, below, exactly, right. exactly, all these weird nuances. And that's what's so interesting about this time, truthfully, um, because it is with honoring that, you know, man, as a, as a reader, as I've been in the last while, um, I know even for myself, change is the most scariest thing for people to, to, to find peace. Oh yeah. To find peace in man before either 
before feeling something, knowing a change could possibly happen, and then feeling that anxiety, feeling the 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 anxiety of the past, you know, all these things. They say anxiety is fear of the future and depression is uh, not letting go of the past, right? Like all these pressures. And that is all to battle any of those feelings is to accept change, point blank, period, right? And And then when you brought up like, the global aspect of change, which is like the, let's say it's the as above factor in this situation, right? Shit is happening, whether you like it or not, you know, it's like fear then comes into mind, the, the fear of what it is, what does it mean to be existential? What does it mean to be in a moment and to, to take that on that knowledge and to live with that, find peace and serenity? That's fucking difficult. Like, you know, like feeling, feeling how, who, what, when, where is going to be impacted by these things. And that's, that's what's so fragile about, I think, ever having a conversation about human life because it's taking all those factors and respecting that that is part of the reality. And the, the ultimate part is like, well, what do we do collectively to bring as much peace to a situation, whether we know of its true coming or not, how do we bridge that gap? And for me, it's always been a very interesting subject on love. You got to be more loving to yourself, loving to others, find compassion and kindness, because that's it, the that's the vibration for me. It, it's a lot, like like, and hearing you kind of say it, it's a, a lot. It's a lot to unravel, right? So there's like cause there's so many layers. It's so mm-hmm. like you know with with self healing, like on your own, especially just trying to pin the, the the dots, connect the string with everything and everything, and like being in a thought for a bit, and then like fighting yourself. It's like it's, it's a lot. It's, of work. Fu- it's difficult. Right. The, the, when and whoever invented the mirror, man, shit. <laughs> no shit, man. No shit. And who has time for that? And I, like, I think about that. I think about like this is like all my life really is just processing shit, mm-hmm. processing my own shit, and going mm-hmm. through shit and trying to just make sense out of it. Right. I know the end result is good because it, it helps me just be a better person, helps me develop. But I also right. wonder, like. Am I, am I wasting my time like going through all of this? Like, couldn't it be? Mm. Should, should I should I just be living my life and do what the fuck I want to do? Because this is my only opportunity. Right. <laughs> Yolo, as not, they say. Right. 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 <laughs> but it's not like that's not that's not my journey, and I and I think that that's what. When, whenever I have like self doubt, whenever I'm just like, right, this ain't it. I just mm-hmm. always realize that yo, like this, that ain't my journey. I, I try tried it. Mm-hmm. It's work. I've been I've been doing this. It, it it's working. It's not working as fast as I wanted to, and I know that's my fault and my ownership. And the work is the work. Like whether it's two years, four years, twenty years, the work is the that's work. That's right. Keep doing it. That's true. Life pans out. And that's that is true. That is true because I think that's man. I, you you know you know from just like going through life coaching sessions with me and stuff like that. My my pressure on like also having this conversation about time and, you know, doing different things. Like, wait, a part of my personality wants to do this and this and this and this, right? It's like, I want to, I want to do it all. Right. But I call it's, it hobby whoring. That's what I call myself. Ah, hobby <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. A hobby whore. Cause you know, my ass is going to be like, yeah, man, I'm sassy. I'm a hobby whore. 
Fuck yeah. I love it. I'm going to use that homage to you. So if you hear the vibrations, it's me using that all the time. That's copyright of the the brand. (laughs) That is. The the brand owns that. that. Okay. Shit, that is good stuff. Hobby whore. I'm going to trademark that real soon. Yeah. Do it. I'm not. I'm not. But I'm a witness to this situation, though. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. That was good. A hobby whore. Exactly. Because that's, that's, that, that is exactly what I've also been worried about all my life. Like, I can't entertain all these hobbies. You know, I'd be considered a whore. <laughs> you, you know, you can't settle down. You can't have commitment. What does it mean to be a whore? Right? Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, ex- but I'm also myself, man. I'm explorative. I'm free. I do whatever the fuck I want. Right. But it's like, that's the pressure that I that I felt with either not taking risks or and or taking certain risks that were against me in society. You know, having I don't know being thirty one now and not having certain things along the way. But I, even when I was younger, I remember that was the chime of worry for older people. Like, oh, when I was thirty, I wish I had this, and I'm not. You know, like I knew that was going on, but. You put a good twist on it of like, yeah, well, I'm a happy whore. I like to do things on different aspects of my time. And now it's like, I'm 30. I'm, I'm just glad I, I got what I got. <laughs> like, I'm cool. Yeah, damn this fucking right. This thank, is. Thank you for allowing me to have this because I know mad people ain't got shit. So like, wow. I'm, I'm cool with this. That is real thing. talk because that is some heavy shit that I also experienced in my last. Woo. No, no one. Wa- no one warned me. No one ever said anything about the late twenties. Why did no one talk about that? No one talks about the late twenty transition to the thirties, where it's yeah. it is a that's a fucked up shit. Club twenty seven. I totally understand. You know when they said the club twenty seven, the people that die of young age and they happen to all be twenty seven. This shit is real. This is some real onset of emotions. <laughs> oh, that's fuck. Real. That's real that is real. some real shit, man. And because I remember. Oh man, I remember when I turned 30, I was going through all my shit. And then when somebody asked me, this was like a party or some a house party, he's like, Yeah, so where do you see yourself, you know, next next year on your birthday? I was like, <laughs> I felt so insulted for that moment. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, it's trying to exist, man. <laughs> like that was my answer. I'm just trying to what? fucking live. You know how hard it is to make us do today? Like <laughs> shit. Shit, I can't even foresee the next 365 days. How dare you? <laughs> Shit. Fuck, I didn't even see this day coming, you know? But, wow. Like, that's... You made it. Yes. Yeah, and that's where it, it's right? like, yes. So I'm like, we got no choice in the matter, so why not gamble? <laughs> that's okay. it. I, I, no, no, no. That's gamble. I like how you brought that back. That's right. Yeah, I had to take it back. That's what I mean. <laughs> so um when, when you brought up like you know wanting to do a little bit of everything i, I also I've, I've been thinking about that um a bit now also and i kind of relate it to the desire for like perfection mm. perfection is Ooh. you know being able to do everything anything you want so uh-huh. like that, that's i realize it's part of the chase and it's also the flaw too right because you keep chasing yeah 10 different things you ain't gonna get anything. You gotta, yeah. you know, slow down. You you nurture and work on one or two things, and then you kind of just spread out and venture out as you as you establish uh, the, the initial steps. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because I had to challenge myself on that own application of thought because I realized why, why, why am I like a hobby whore, but in a way that I'm not also getting anything done, if that makes sense. And, and, and I realized like, not even just, not even just that. Um, but it's also like, I mean, in psychology goes deep. I feel like it goes into like commitment issues. I can't commit to one thing and like finish it from beginning to end and like see it done. Cause then when does the project ever really is perfect when it's when's done, the last, right? What's the, what's the last thing you finished? That's the, my spliff. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, no, no, that's a lie because I didn't swift, I didn't finish my swift here actually. Um, no, nah, no, don't, but no, nah, I, I mean, like, on a way that I feel gratified, it was definitely a split, like, I finished that, I feel great. Um, on a, on a more, what did I, oh, well, no, I'm not done with that yet. It's honestly to get a little bit more flow in my room. I'm, I'm, I, I like the progress where I'm at now. Like this is progress for me. Like where it's never, cause the thing is I'm all about change. It's, it's a hard psychology to get it behind. Um, I like moving things around a lot. A lot. It's part of the you hobby. Like, whore. You like controlled chaos. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. That's what it is. That's what it is. Controlled chaos. I'm a fan of that. I mean, that, that's like a polite way to say hobby whore, right? There's mm-hmm. like different layers to it, right? It's true. No, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Cause that's yeah, exactly yeah. what it is. I know where everything is and like I have control of it. But the problem is when it comes to creation, what I was going to bring up is that there is a level of happiness that I refuse to tap into sometimes. And I, that's what I've been for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, (laughs) I think it has a lot to do with in the past, never feeling really able to indulge with what it is that I really like to do. So I've gotten used to abandoning things that I, that I liked or thought I liked. Um, and that kind of kickstarted the, the idea that I don't need anything, so I just drop it. Like I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll get to it when I'll get to it," kind of thing. Right. And I've been catching myself on that. That that's something that I have to work through, um, for sure. Uh, but I've definitely saw that as as an as an issue, as a little glitch, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> a little I mean, bit of a glitch. It's, it's, it's the work in the progress, right? Mm-hmm. You start yeah, realizing all, all little things, and that's mm-hmm. all that matters, right? You realize yeah. it, and you, you're working on it. Fuck yep. it. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. Emotional attachment is when I say those things. Emotional attachment. Because that's what I have to tell myself. Detach yourself emotionally. All right. Got it. Did you understand? Yes. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, did you learn from it? Are you willing to? Are you humble? Good job. Yeah, yes. Good job. Good job. Yes. Yes. <sighs> it's hard. <laughs> it is rough it's rough but going back to what i said earlier this journey of coming in alone leaving alone i i always i always knew that i took pride in that like all my whole being took complete pride in that and with that honoring as well i've made some amazing connections and having to love other people and figuring out love you and said that like you were revolt you think love. yeah because i am just like scoozing it out man i'm like yes it's like i'm giving you the energy if that's what i was doing you know oozing out that connection um and i'm saying that also revolting because it has fucking backfired <laughs> that's part of that energy too you know it's definitely backfired of, in many ways experience too right yeah, yeah damn right uh, that's the cheers <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. That is the absolute the balance. Like the good wouldn't be good without the without the shit, right? Amen to that one. Amen to that one. I feel like that's the the hobby horse of life. The hobby horse of life. <laughs> if that if that even made sense, like it's just seeing all the things that the life gives you, and like, oh, you're gonna entertain that or not? Oh, yeah, you're gonna let it go. But <laughs> like sp- spinning a wheel, right? It's like wheel wheel of hobbies, <laughs> like the mouse. Like yeah. I just keep going. <laughs> oh, so this, you just keep hitting bankrupt because you don't have a star shit. <laughs> it's it so again. funny you say that because I just saw I just saw me not so long ago with a mouse on a on like a wheel that's turned sideways. So he was turn he was trying to go so much, but it wasn't turning. He was like it was looked like he was trying to figure out how the wheel is supposed to turn, but he's going like vertically. And it wasn't working for him. So I feel like that's a great analogy to what this part of the conversation is. It's like you're going, but it's the wheels actually like actually turning. <laughs> and that's that's the that's the healing. That's the waking up. Like, yeah, shit. damn right. That's the healing. I got so mad down. My mm-hmm. vibrations ain't doing shit. So I need a I need to slow down. Yeah. I gotta slow down. See my see what foundation I'm working on. Oh, the wheel's not even the way it's supposed to be for it to even move. Now and kind of take control of that. It's difficult, but damn, it's a humbling experience. I tell you what, man, it's humbling because every every step of the journey, no matter how crazy I think my life is, I'm like, I got it easy compared to some people out there. You know, it's like, it's like, whew, oh my god, if that doesn't in and of itself make life humbling to accept differences amongst each other, I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with people. Like, to be honest, like. I don't get it. Like that's the base. Yeah. I don't. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. It's amazing. Yeah, that, that's my like. You don't get it. I say I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like. You said it, like my my brain don't operate at that level. Like I I understand it exists, but I don't understand how like living get life gets you to that point point of view because it like it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. To you. A lot, yeah. I mean, a lot of things, right? But, but like, to me, but also like collectively, as you would say, collectively mm, it doesn't make sense. And in the truth and reality of life, it you know it doesn't make sense or reality of its experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Compassion, and you know, right, right. If it like like I've you know I've I've worked up to the point, and maybe that's part like part of the match match too. I've worked up to the point where it doesn't bother me, and you know maybe. A few years ago, I'd be like, "What? Man, fuck this shit!" But now, like, I'm 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 old. I don't. I'm old. I heart. I'm old. I'm old in my soul. I don't have energy for all that, man. Like, yo, it saves it's it saves me time wearing it versus not wearing it and like having to talk to someone. Like, I'm. Good. I get like, it. On, I get it. Out, but this is exactly. Oh, I totally fucking get. It. And this is where it's amazing because then we have and other people who are doing it. No, right, it's not. Right, right, it's not right. the disconnection. Not at all. Okay. It's part of the me, connection. Me, it's part. Of, I get it. I that I understand that. I value that part. But I'm agreeing to you that yeah, I, I totally respect that you would see it as a disconnection. But that's that's your disconnection. That's like that's you being you. You continue being you, right? Because yeah. that's also part of the collection, right? And there is no disconnect in you doing that at, at all. There is no level of right or wrong. This is what I'm trying to say. Like we we are so busy in 
in using these things and putting a value onto something when, why, why do we consistently have to put a value on something? Because in and of itself is a, is a a division for me, right? Um, For context, what I'm saying. And the disconnection though, for me is not a disconnect because what other people are doing, you doing you allows people, other people to do what they do. And it might trigger those people who have the energy to do it, to do it. That doesn't mean their fight doesn't belong to you. It's it's all fucking collective. People are doing it. And this is where the, the, the fight, the, the fight is being taken care of. It's just the things that are being seen are difficult to understand at certain levels at the game. That's, that, that's the awakening. That's correct. That's the reset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That is a fact. <laughs> that is fact. Do so you, you have any high key moments or hike moments this past two weeks? Mm. I had to create high key, high, high key moments. Yes, I did. Um, I had to become aware that my energy was very low last week. I think it was last Friday. And... Um, so I just ended up like throwing on some music and just like dancing in my room and like created a high key moment for myself, just uh, really raising my vibrations to kind of what I'm trying to get more out there. What it, what I, why I say what raising vibrations means, you know, it's just taking ownership of my own awareness um, as best and kind to myself as possible and the speed and the speed that I can handle it and um giving myself the medicine um and that's my medicine is music music is my medicine and that's where i'm learning how to create my own high key moments in a way that i can use it as like a subscription medicine of healing <laughs> you know like oh i, I need you, one of those moments i think i saw you uh, hula hooping again mm-hmm. this past week yeah yeah that's true that is another way of um honoring what we talked about last week of because I remember after our episode, I was like, I got to develop those um, active parts of me, uh, right. the continuous movement. And I did end up uh, hula hooping a few times and it felt great. Um, and it's, I told you, I shared with you before that I always used to run away from certain, from certain pressures. Like I would feel like if I set myself a plan of something, something would come and just ruin it. Like, yeah, there's no such planning for you, girl. Right. right. And I feel that pressure. Yeah, exactly. And, and I feel that that pressure is easing away for me a little bit more. And I I enjoy that because now it's not a pressure of having to squeeze in five times a week of hula hooping. Like I just do it flow flow. And then when I'm like, all right, girl, you really need to push the limits because you really need to do it. Now your physical is lacking that, that I have to get with it, you know? And that's, that's the path I'm on. I'm feeling it. Like I'm getting more excited, genuinely excited to have some kind of like physical regime. Like it's, I, yeah, it's the, healthier the, for me this time around. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. The, I feel like the, the hike moments or the challenging ones because it, Moving at like a faster pace is just we're, not, we're just not used to it, right? We're just mm-hmm. like used to the the low level energy. Like I've um I talked about the transition of prayer in like the last episode of a post podcast that I did, 
And I like in the past, you, know, you think about like native religion, prayer was like dancing and moving and like yeah, energy, high vibrations to the God. And like now modern prayer is just like being on your knees and just talking. I like, love no that energy. you say there's that, no, yeah. There's, there's no, there's no, the, the vibrations have been lowered and I use the word disconnect. It, you know, it's, it's you know, part of the systemic hierarchy to kind of suppress our vibrations and our connections to the ether and the possibilities. Um, oh, that hit me so hard just now. That's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, because it's so true. It's so true. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> um, so just, I've, you know, I've been trying to, like last year I wanted to run a marathon. Like I started training. The running wasn't going as good as I wanted it, as I, I was used to, because I was mm-hmm. just being hard on myself from what I was able to do prior. Mm-hmm. But COVID happened, and I, you know, I use it as an excuse to not honor mm-hmm. what I told myself. I was like, "Well, you know, it's very I'm, human." I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, not yeah. Anymore. Look at me. You know, I, 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 I can <laughs> rationalize anything. Mm-hmm. Pardon me. I don't know. You okay? Yeah, I'm good. It's no. the music part. It was the, it was the the dancing because that's that's uh that's what it is. That's what it was for me and my whole experience for like my own spiritual awakening and tarot and everything that I do is realizing that dance was, was the prayer. And like, you just, you just answered something to me that I didn't understand what I was fucking doing. <laughs> like, like I was, I didn't understand. Cause what's amazing. Cause in the last few wild months, I'm like, what is, what is the prayer? Like, I don't understand. I'm, I never understood what prayer was. I was challenged with by praying. I'm like, what? What is that? What does it mean to pray? <laughs> right? And it was always high vibrational with music for me. And I didn't know that that's prayer until you said it just now. I was like, oh, that's all right. That's what I was doing. It was, it was so beautiful. <laughs> so it's, 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 so you know, like, how, however you connect. Um, so, you know, like exercise has kind of been my, I guess, my prayer. That's how, that's how I move. That's mm-hmm. how I increase my vibrations, especially mm-hmm. running. Um, yeah, I, I, I love this. I love the zones. I love the mm-hmm. zones. Like I, I just have memories of like just being in that running zone and just escaping. Like I, I lived with my sister for a little bit, mm-hmm. and they have like this trail in the like behind the complex and it's like a trail like next to the river and you can like run through little uh, forest or whatever. Mm -hmm. And one day I just went out for a jog and it started raining. I just kept pushing through. I just just kept diving and climbing like through these hills and going on these paths. Never did before, like jumping over logs and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's humbling. Like it, 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 step away from yourself you step away from your humanity and just kind of focus on the next level the like the higher connection so running for me is just kind of doing that and i haven't been able to do that in in years just because Mm -hmm. what i just realized is like my brain is just racing too much like Mm -hmm. i want to i want to run but i also always have ideas and i want to like have my phone Mm -hmm. and record Mm -hmm. but like and there's always a struggle Mm -hmm. back and forth and some days i'm like all right no no phone (laughs) 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 (laughs)
mm-hmm. trying to like repeat to myself so I, so I can remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I realized that I've been like I, I'm just unbalanced, you know, unbalanced between the high key and the and the hike, and I need to kind of mm-hmm. put my effort in, into running so I can get to the point where I can just enjoy it on that level that I used to again because I, I know it pro- helps me kind of break through. It's mm-hmm. like this, yeah. For mm-hmm. me, it's like those. I mean, it offers breakthrough moments because I can. You get, you get again. You get rid of your excess. You get rid of the physical, and when you, when you, when you have it, like for me, you have experiences that kind of put you in the ether, put you, make you feel out of body consciously. It brings you closer to whatever you need to find out, like mm-hmm. drugs, I guess, like smoking, DMT. From what I see, a lot of people talk about, mm-hmm. like. The goal is to kind of just escape and right. keep getting closer and closer until you right. find. And little, something. little is and little do we know that's stepping right into what it means to have a like a, a human experience. You're stepping into humanity. You're stepping into the exploration. What it means to have an existential life, and I think that's pretty remarkable for us giving ourselves the permission to to try and to find again a, a healthy balance um, right. of whatever that means for us, you know and that's what I also enjoy about us, uh, you know, having this podcast together because we get equally for for me, especially you give me that other element of myself that I've also enjoyed very much. So, and I also, I don't know if also to say that I share the same uh, uh, feeling, but it's more of the association. Like, why don't I run more? Cause damn, I love running. I do love running. Like I fucking love running. Like I I'm so prideful though. Like I don't want anyone to tell me to go run. Like, like, you know, like, or you don't want to say do anything. Right? No, like, nothing. Like it's, that is, I'm a Virgo asshole for that for sure. Like don't, I can't nothing. Like I cringe, I cringe. Like I cringe the moment I hear demand. I like, mm. what was that? <laughs> and you know, like what? Like, my antenna starts turn. That's how you get my attention. Say what? <laughs> like, like you, huh? What did I just hear? Run that back. <laughs> but, um, but no, for real. It's, but oh, that's where I real where I get to realize that I don't want to project that type of um, behavior. Also, so for me, it's then taking accountability for myself and how can I balance balance that for myself and. Um, now it's witnessing like, wow, I've, whew, I've been struggling also with my health and no being in the way of finding something where I don't have chaos all the fucking time, whether it's chaos for not working out, working out and having chaos, just like just two extremes. And, uh, now being able to realize what it means to more like have a healthier out, like healthier application towards what it means to have a healthy lifestyle and with it, because I'm, I like, I'd like to run and I don't have to put myself in a pressure of running five times a week, unless I signed up maybe for a marathon, what I also had in mind a couple years ago. I was like, I'm going to run, I'm going to run. Like, it'd be great. But I, that's where I'm missing the, the discipline, the discipline where, I think where we all have the ability to, I don't know, find the outsource to get, assistance right when people have trainers and mentors it's hobby whoring yeah finding those people who yeah. can assist the hobby whoring <laughs> i need to step I, I need to step away real quick sure. uh why don't you just tell the people about yourself while i'm going oh about me okay <laughs> pressure yeah pressure pressure 
honestly. Um, where can I start? Well, I have mentioned before that um, I have had an out an outpouring of my own creative um, insights and creativity. And recently for me in the last, when I say recent, I say in the last couple of years, it's been more an existential um, time period of having a spiritual awakening and just realizing what what it means for me to have a, um, a life experience. So in and of itself, I've morphed more into metaphysical and what it means to have, um, you know, the esoterics and an identity morphed out of that in one way of, for myself. And that has perpetuated the healing that I, that I was going through. And Clifford has been part of that healing in honoring where I can pinpoint some of my, um, let's say traumas and be able to apply them in a way that will get me out of the crux that I was feeling at the time. So I was doing some life coaching sessions with him. And um, at the time it was able to help me step out and into myself, step out of my invulnerabilities and into the ability of accepting that I have to ask for help, that I can ask for help, um, that help is always around. And he was a precipice for helping me to see that from somebody that at the point of my life at that time wasn't really around all the time. And my creative channel has is an outlook for me to kind of express myself in a way that has helped me and may help other people uh, people in understanding certain things so hey welcome, welcome back. back welcome back thank you thank you <laughs> what did they what did, what did you share with the people or should i no in fact don't, don't ever tell me I'll, i'm I'll not watch. i'm not you <laughs> got to find out <laughs> you'll, like you'll never know you'll never know if it's gonna be nice or you know you're gonna find out <laughs> see how far the anxiety goes <laughs> no anxiety good I, I, perfect I, I, answer I'll, 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 I'll get right to it we'll see I got the hour mark. It's the first time I listen to. <laughs> first thing I listen to. What was said? What was said? Ah, oh, man, Cherie. <laughs> nah. nah. Um, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But going back to music a little bit, I wanted to ask you, is there certain music that you generate closer to, more to, to, or do you even see uh, music as being part of the pathway for the high key moments? Like, is there music that provides that in some way or another for you? Um, yeah, because usually whenever I go out for a walk, if I go by myself, I have headphones on mm-hmm. and I'm just listening to whatever the mood and the mental is in. And, and sometimes I realize that the music I listen to kind of shapes that. So I'm like, so I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to be on this level right now. <laughs> okay. I kind of avoid yeah. it. Yeah. Um, occasionally, um, you know, we'll put Eric and I. Will, Eric and I will put music on at night mm-hmm. and just, you know, just kind of cool out and just listen to music and do our own personal work. Mm-hmm. What kind of what this. kind of music is it? Like, what kind of ambiance? Uh, Set the mood for me. <laughs> I, like, I, like, I'm, I like. She likes lo-fi music. Um, oh, okay, I, I, yeah. I vibe with that. I vibe Usually, with that when too. I choose, I go for like. I like jazz. I like like nice mm-hmm. soft piano jazz music. Okay. I found this app called um, Radio Garden. 
Radio, I'm gonna write that down. Radio Garden. And it's, it's <laughs> write that down when I could just play this back later. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> I'm taking pen and paper, man. <laughs> Not even on your phone, right? No, like, pen and paper. Literally, pen so. and paper. <laughs> I'm not playing around here. <laughs> but uh, it just has like international radio stations from all over the world so like there's this um oh, cool. there's one from seoul north uh, south korea that I, I, I like listening to um i go to like disco and like erica made me realize that i like a lot of disco music and i'm like yeah it's just like fun and vibrant it feels good so we play that a lot um, oh i like that she's bringing out the funk in you <laughs> she's helping me realize it she's helping that's me realize cute it. i love it that's good yeah and um I mean, always there's always room for hip hop. There's always room for, uh, especially like lately, I've been listening to XXX Tentacion, mm. and mm. he is uh, like I, I talked about. I talked about this a lot. Like not having black teen angst music growing up. Like there mm. was no emo. Yeah, that's right. You did mm-hmm. hip hop or emo uh, rock group that was black. Now you have like Afro punk. So like there's this whole culture that offers that this other side. Mm-hmm. So I've been, um, like maybe last year, like I think I really started, started listening to his music and just became a fan of like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of most artists. Like I like artists, I'm, like I, I fuck with you, but like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of like his music. Mm-hmm. And it's his pain and his journey and then like seeing how his life ended up. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sad. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 feel, I feel for the experience. I feel for the experience. Um, but listening to his music like provides me with this um, I want to say nourishment, not really nourishment. It provides me, I guess, with this energy that just allows me to kind of reconnect with those younger years when I was a teen. And oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Just feel good. Like, feel good. Like, re- relive those experiences, but like feel good and like heal yeah yeah are you taking your is it like a taking your power back not that it's saying that was a negative thing not a, not implying that no, but no, kind of no. like it just, it just it, it feels good i think that's just what it is it, it mm-hmm. just it helps me um so like some, some of i guess dealing with trauma and dealing with the self-healing journey some of that you know still there Right. I've been able to suppress it or like not worry about it because other things may have gotten better or it just doesn't feel relevant anymore. But like listening to the music and like again relating to his age, what he was going through and his thought process and where I am, because he, him as a teenager, he, he's he's still far ahead of me, right? Because he's like a he's a multi platinum winning uh, not platinum, mm-hmm. like multi platinum spins, yeah, yeah. you know, he has multiple awards. He's like, and you know, he's a teen. He's a kid. I'm 35, and like, I'm still trying to get it. Yeah. So, using, I mean, I think that's like, I had like this whole thought process about his music, mm-hmm. and it's that you know we look to the, the the youth to keep us alive and to inspire us. So, me being again 35, listening to this 17 year old or listening to this teen who has similar visions or similar beliefs just in himself and understands like the grittiness of of life. It inspires me to keep pushing through, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, he he's like he's telling kids, teens, it is like, you know, yo, like, you know, keep pushing through. You know, you gotta live your life the way you need to do. He's showing me the the, the power of content. He's showing me the power of creativity mm-hmm. through his music, through his art, and 
that's what this life experience is for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like creating content in whatever whatever capacity. That's what I, that's what I believe we we all have a responsibility to do. In whatever capacity you create some type of content, just so that you share genuine part of yourself with society. Right. Right. Correct. Right. So it's it inspired me to kind of just keep keep pushing through. Like when I listen to music, when, I, when I'm running, I listen to his music because it gives me drive to kind of just keep keep pushing through, keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Is it the you know the relationship? Right. And maybe this might be a silly question. I don't know, but. Maybe answer I'll already. Let you know. I'll let you know. Yeah, if please, silly. please. But um, <laughs> but it's is it, are you chasing? Not chasing because I'm not. I'm not even trying to put a feeling to that. But when you listen to his music and you're running, for example, right? Um, is what's allowing you to push through it the the same feeling that you had back then that you were able that you used to push through it, or is it? giving yourself now the permission to push through something that you didn't know how to back then. It's, it's, it's giving myself permission because I didn't have the the concept of philosophy or the energy back then. Because if, gotcha. if I did, I, I wouldn't be here. I'd be right. more, su- right. more successful I, or whatever. I understand yeah. what um, you think. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah. I think back then it's like, you know, it's, it's we go collect. I believe that we collectively we go into the negative first, right? Like when something happens, it's just like negative. Like what's 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 wrong? What's bad? Um, and usually that's just the feeling, right? Because the 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 nature part, what we naturally are, you know, we naturally be anything that's other is terrifying. Like that's just our innate mm-hmm. nature. Mm-hmm. But for me, after the feeling is the thought process. Like I, I always say, you know, just because you feel something doesn't make it right. Correct. Right? It may have feeling, it may have validity, but right. what's the next step to it, right? You you, ration, you rationalize it to see if it has validity. True. So true. I can. Oh, damn, I, I lost it. What, what, what was I even talking about? <laughs> Sorry. I lost I'm it. like, oh, we're high. Oh, those moments. But yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but. I was I was so following your thought that I was going to add on to uh, add on to that and what I was hearing from what I was hearing from you is the element of well the oh no it's happening I'm losing it too <laughs> it's happening Clifford what's happening <laughs> is it was it's right there running and whether yeah. it was. Uh-huh. Oh, I asked you the question. Correct. Be back on track. Look at that. Experts. Yeah. So it's for me. It's it's just more about. uh, Yeah, it is. I I I really like the idea of permission because, like, there's this one song he has called Schizophrenia, Mm. um, and of course, it's just like don't don't give up, don't give up. So, like, when I when I'm running up this hill, I play that. Mm. And it's just like giving myself permission to be like, "Yo, you have the power to do this. You mm-hmm. have the, the you have the strength. You have the ability to, to, to do it." So, yeah, mm-hmm. it's definitely the permission. Mm-hmm. That's I cool. Like that. I like that. Yeah, no problem. No problem. It's you. It's your words, not mine. No, no, you, <laughs> you, you said va- permission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you validated it, so no worries. That's uh, my pleasure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's it's um, it's it's important because like that's. That's where I'm. I'm. I'm realizing music is 
is all about that essentially, right? It's that it makes it so timeless. I mean, you know, all art, right? That's what art is. Yeah, it's it's timeless, man. And the most, the biggest respect that I do have, whether I agree with it or not, are different people's responses to either the same thing or their own inclination to whatever they express or how they art, right? Um, or their journey to figuring out if they can art. You know, I believe everyone can art. Um, uh, I like that you use it as a verb. Oh, yeah, yeah, I like, like that you can art. <laughs> yeah, you can art. You can definitely art. You can art. Mm-hmm. Let's put that on a shirt too. You can art. You can you art. Yeah, can yeah. Art. You can art. It's funny because I it's it's true. I believe in that. I believe in. I think my one of my profiles is like I I art and like my is it that is what I do. Um, in my readings, I what I what I give, what I communicate with 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 the messages that I can share if somebody is willing, able, and desiring to accept it or not, that is something that I also accept, um, you know, and that is something that comes with the territory of sharing energy regardless. So that in and of itself is what I'm saying. We all are arting. We are, we are art. You art. We all are arting. Mm-hmm. We all are arting. It's, it's the authentic well, we journey should. of being well, self. I- I think we should be, but all of us aren't because we aren't. I don't th- oh no, I we're still arting. I think we're all arting. I still think we're, some it, of us don't have good paint. <laughs> some of us don't know we are paint and don't know what the fuck we're doing with our responsive responsibilities. I, I get what you mean. Like in, in some capacity, no matter what, no matter what you do or don't do, you're still doing something. I guess for me, I'm I'm looking at art more in terms of, of like what did I say earlier? Just the creative content kind of yourself. thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Giving a genuine part of yourself, like you know, real art, is supposed to be vulnerable, right? So I guess I'm looking at it on on that aspect. I want to. See, I, I mean, I yeah. More, more no, you're right. I want to see people be more real. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. We're definitely well. Although we are living in very real times, there has always been, I feel, this, um, this weird fear of being real and that comes with judgments whatever right so yeah absolutely it's easier to be fake also oh yeah i mean i hear people talk about it all the time like fake it till you make it and it's like <laughs> people let each other know that man just fake it till you make it you know it's I like i can't even do that i can't try that it doesn't I, work <laughs> i don't i don't think i can do it either like i blend in i'm mutable you know i mean i like i like acclimize but i do it out of sheer no, no, interest you, you don't blend in. say it <laughs> Not without the mask, you don't blend in. You're damn fucking right, I don't. That. <laughs> yes, uh, you pay attention. Yes, I said those words. That is very true. I do not blend in. No, no. And it's crazy because I'm like, I'm, I'm at a point where I'm like, gosh, I, like now it's gotten to the point where I'm like, I'll wear the mask and I'll put my own art on the mask to explain to people what it is that I'm doing when they're looking at me. And why I'm wearing a mask. And, you know, like... I'm arting. I'm arting. Insert my opinion on this mask. You know, available whenever. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's... Yeah, no, I won't blend in with the mask. That's true. Maybe sometimes on the, on the subway you'll see me blend in. Yeah. But that's okay. No, I don't really... Right. I don't really care for people to see me. So in the subway I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I'll wear a mask there. I don't care for people like that. <laughs> Stay hidden. Yeah, now I'm a now, now, now I'm a sheep. That goes to my head. It's for real. I'm I do that. Oh, I, I know I do I, that. I, I, 
I mean, we all we all comply some capacity. Right? right, of course, of course. But that's yeah, where that's I have to keep myself in check. That's where I have to keep myself in check because this is How where much I, are you wanted to give up. Yeah, damn right. And that's where I have to keep my authentic self totally in check. Like, who am I being fake to? What am I doing? And like, what am I? What am I appeasing in that situation that I'm either running away from or feeling afraid of? If there is such thing, is it you know? And that's what I'm saying is the whole beautiful controversial subject of masks or unmasking <laughs> and everything else right? and everything else in between and in the subreddits. <laughs> do, do, you, do you use Reddit at all? Not, not so much as I used to in the past. Not so much. I know that it's been, some people say it's been compromised um, as is, far as, absolutely. yeah. So I, I'm, I have no interest of trying to, that energy of fishing out good information from others is exhausting at this point for me. Um, So this is one of the elements where I come off as saying, I don't watch news, but it doesn't mean I'm not paying attention to what's going on, you know? Um, But yeah. Oh, talk about masks and what's going on. Have you heard about the latest news about the Pentagon and the microchip? You saw that? Yeah. I saw it. Doesn't that sound? Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah. There's this there's this meme that somebody made. Mm -hmm. And I think the title is like, you know, what to tell your friend who's a conspiracy theorist. Yeah. And the kid is like, I'm sorry, you were absolutely right. (laughs) That's that's, that's all I think about. That's that's all I think about. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. every every time like the the news does what people said was happening last year i'm like you know we tried to you know you know we we wanted to prepare we wanted to oh i because i definitely have i have if if they didn't take some of that information from me i have some you know some 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 what is it what is it called like and facebook would be like this time last year, <laughs> like I have some story yeah, updates yeah. from last year that I could be like, oh yeah, I can show you the evidence where we all tried to warn you. <laughs> but then it's like, again, what it doesn't matter. Like, so this ties into my point about the, the masters and no mass. It doesn't matter. They've already made their choice that they're going to, it's, it's, I don't know. It's weird. You know, people, you know, about people socially, we've gone to a place where everyone, people would just believe anything and, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm trying not to uh, disconnect because I mean, yeah, I guess I, I am trying not to disconnect, and I, I am. I feel like I am making effort because this is the work, you know, just trying of course, to course, exactly, yeah, exactly. Do content, do content, mm-hmm. talk, 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 hit Correct. it big, hit it big one day, right? Right. Um. So yeah, I, you know, I guess that's the balance, and like, like you said, consuming, consuming less news, uh, consuming less content. That, Let's unwork like not worthwhile. I muted a bunch of people on Twitter. Um, I like so I deleted like an old account, got rid of a bunch of Reddits. Just like minimizing and just focusing on what's important. Mm-hmm. It's just creating mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. lady, and mm-hmm. making life good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Like that's all I can do. Just yeah, like, make- sounds very simple, but all of that is a lot of oh, work. Oh yeah, every day, every day. Every day we hustling. Every day we hustling. <laughs> hustling, hustling. <laughs> but it's you know it's uh, it gets it's a good hustle in life. No, honestly, it's it's just being more comedic on the situation, you know, because that those are the things that we I think most of us either value or want or desire is 
don't want to say minimalism, but it's more of like, you know, taking the things for what we have and making that work. Like that's challenging enough to, to build sustainability, you know, to build a foundation that can last. It's like showing up. I did a, uh, like I, so I have like a, I have like a bunch of shit on IGTV now. I just never post it, but I have this thing called like random rambles where I just like re- voice record myself saying crazy shit. Not crazy, oh, I love that. It's like thought provoking shit. And I just, yeah. it's just there. Uh-huh. So I, have, I think I did this one uh, post earlier this week talking about um, how like growing up, all we really wanted was like a good job and a good family. We just want like these two simple things. And as we've gone through the life experience, we've kept, we've kept feeding into wanting more and more and more and more and more, right? The hobby whoring, right? Yeah. The, the desire just to never be satisfied and to be consumers, right? Like we're conditioned to kind of be consumers. Right. And so many of us have fallen into the consumerism aspect, but also mm-hmm. don't have jobs that we're happy to go to and don't have a good Right. Uh, relationships with people. So like the two most simple things that we wanted in life growing up, we didn't even give ourselves that. And it's, it, it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's sad for us. It's sad mm-hmm. for us to, to sacrifice, so, sacrifice or just accept so much of what doesn't really nourish right. Right. what we want to do in this life experience. Right. Um, and like you know, those should, those should be those should be the base, right? Like right. good work in any capacity. Like you know, you're right. I always use the idea of like a janitor, because you know I've worked in different places and seen people interact with janitors on different levels. But you know, everyone's role has an impact. And mm-hmm. Just because janitor does janitorial work nine to five, like yo, he could be you know, you play jazz in a band late at night, right? Like that's the, right. The, the work you do to get by doesn't necessarily define you. It's the he could be a mathematician for all we know. He just never got a job, and that's what he loves to do: is study math. Right. Like, <laughs> or, or or he just you know he just has his own subreddit group or Facebook. Right. Group where he just talks mash with people. Right. Like right. The, the you know the, the the benefit of the internet is that it's connected us. Correct. And we have the ability to just connect with like minded people. And focus on the positive side of like the work we can do and the way we can support and influence each other. Um, and it's just like chasing that and focusing mm-hmm. on that. Like that's, that's, you know, that's what I believe. And that, that's what that's, I was, I call myself naive a lot and I, I know I'm not naive. It's just, I'm just hopeful. <laughs> like, cause it seems so simple, right? Seems right. That simple, I agree with you. I challenge agree with is, you. Like you said, there's, a, there's so much and there's so, mm-hmm. layers and layers. So one life, you don't want to waste it trying to do shit that mm-hmm. don't matter. Mm-hmm. Low. A hundred percent. I've seen that on both sides. Uh, we, I mean, we didn't say it in this in this podcast or whatever, but we used to work together before, and just in general, not in the same uh, apartment uh, department, but um, in this for the same company. And my my level of work ethic that I had, no matter where, prior to that work company as well, is the foundational aspect of the structure of what I'm working for and with. And I hold everyone accountable to the degree of what is being said that in, that they signed up for the accountability of what it is they said they want to do. And the social contract. Exactly. Exactly. And I am notorious for chasing that fight as in, I don't shut up. 
I don't show, I'm a problem in that regard of like not bringing up issues that I'm like, well, if you want us to do this and this, shouldn't this be, then we maybe need to look at this, you know, because I think this could be a solution. I need, let's find a solution. Um, and that is where I've realized that, you know, everyone's, everyone's job to bring something forward is important. Everyone from anyone, anyone who's doing anything in a job to bring the quality of the, of the essence of the brand itself, whatever it is that you're working for is important. So I knew, I knew that from being on from the lower tiers and making it up to being a manager at one point. And then I learned it from it, from just walking outside. And I remember in, uh, at a time where my personal life was struggling, I got into an argument with one of years ago with a significant other at the time. And I remember I was walking uh, in Upper West Side and I was sitting at a bench and there was a homeless person sitting on a bench, but it's a fucking bench. And I felt no threat at all, you know, and I sat down and I was smoking cigarettes at the time, put on some, some cigarettes, one of those, one of those nights. I did, I did too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember those, those nights. And uh, so he, you know, he wasn't one of those like evasive, like asking for anything, but he was very polite saying, hey, do you mind if I have a cigarette? I was like, no, sure. And I, I gave him more than one. Um, I gave him like a, a couple. And he, he said, thank you. And of course, it was another like onset to, you know, start the conversation. But what I, what was, what I benefited from that conversation, what he said was, was like, I would have never, I didn't, I didn't think you would like say anything to me. Like you don't have, I'm surprised that you are having a conversation at all with me. And I'm thinking from a humanistic point of view, I'm like, well, that's sad that that's coming ever out your mouth, you know, on whether, whatever, I don't care about his life, whatever. And not that I don't care about his life. I don't, I don't, I don't know his reasons why he's who he is. I don't have no judgments for the individual, but the moment at hand and the moment of him asking, I can supply with something that I can give. I have excess. I can give. There's no, there's no reason I need to negate that. You know, there's no boundaries that initially can be crossed because I have excess. I can give you, it's fine. Right. You have a job. You can always get more. It's yeah, like, like it's giving, like, giving someone five dollars or right, like when you walk by, right? You're good. You're and good. I was just You're cussing good. out my yeah. ex at the time, but I don't need to cuss him out. That's right, another right, thing, right. you know. I was, I did not take my energy and put it onto this individual. It has nothing to do with him and nothing to do with me. You know, it's a transaction of cigarettes at that moment, and then him, then, then eventually, it, it was nothing threatened of it at all, at, at all, honestly, and. I just, that's what struck me the most on a, that hit my heart to, to hear him say those words, like, uh, like you don't even need to have this conversation. Like who the fuck is around saying these, like, where do we go to society that I don't care what the pride, pride, I don't care what it is. I don't know his history till this day, but what has, what has happened in society to get to a point of thinking that there is an absolute division or should be based on what? scenario that someone would think oh i'm surprised you're even talking to me that's sad that's sad to me that's sad to me that that is that that is a thing and that's what i'm trying to say i've seen it in both sides you know just be yourself in the way that you can give your give your honest self and for me it's fighting for the stability that needs to be there at most times 
And for me, it's when I work for something, I challenge the foundation and I challenge the foundation just as much as outside in society of myself, of this is the foundation of equal reciprocity equal reciprocity as at least in kindness at least in kindness yeah yeah like i've i think i've kind of like defined the idea of like the social contract probably like earlier this year last year but just again if if you want to be part part of it like you have to contribute some some capacity and it has to be genuine and it has to be authentic i mean genuine authentic the same thing um it has to be it has to be authentic right because what else is it for? Like your individuality is important. Just like you, you use the analogy of of working and transition to the idea of like working working out of space. Like you said, you're gonna pay me X amount of dollars for X amount of work. Like mm-hmm. we have an agreement. Correct. I'm cool with I'm cool with that. Right. I, I I agree to participate in this. So I'm gonna put the effort in and do my do my part because you need to do your part. You need to pay me, right? We all right. do our part. We all Correct. do our part. The business is successful. And it benefits us down the line. But you know, I've been looking at that on the, the human experience, right? If we all do our parts as individual humans, then the human experience evolves. The human, when the human experience succeeds, we succeed, right? Mm-hmm. When, uh, when, 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 when the first person, I mean, within our lifetime, if someone, a human will land on Mars, we're going to be like, wow, like we're going to feel that energy. So, you know, you, you want to be a part of it. You want to know that you're contrib- contribut- contributing in some capacity, however you can. Because mm-hmm. every every minimal effort, every extra hand, allows us to get there sooner, faster, and more honorably. The challenge is that since going back from like bottom up, top bottom, since we're not we're not doing our part in mass as individuals, the people at at the top are just doing it in our favor without our, our awareness and without um, informing us of what's really going on. Right. So I get it. I, again, I, I see the villain's point of view. Niggas don't know better. <laughs> Some niggas don't know better. Like that's just what it is, yo. You gotta, you know, you gotta hold people's hand. Unfortunately, and it's 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 all our faults and it's all our responsibilities. Yes, yes, yes. And it it is yeah. definitely no. You're you're right. You're you're. I can't really challenge really much against it besides the fact of knowing that um, everything that has been controlling is based on something that. is a control aspect that should have never worked. Right. That ownership to the 1% is what I'm trying to say. That has ruled the 99 kind of aspect, that kind of conversation. Um, that's where I know I have faith and hope that the power of the people are going to over supersede that, that the 99% are going against the, the 1%. That for me is- that happening in your Oh, um, oh 100%. 100%. Uh, the process, the process- the process, yes. Absolution, no. That takes time. We're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to take what people are considering as four hundred years of bullshit, minimalistically speaking, and trying to ask in one lifetime to get fixed. That's a lot. That's a lot, but not impossible when we're going to honor how fast frequency has been moving. If wherever you can go nowadays, whether it's your Reddit of climate change. We can understand frequency is picking up. We've seen the outcomes of it shifting on 
on that plane of existence that it's tornado, whatever it can bring that high frequency. Is it chaos? Yes. Is it also controlled chaos? Yes, it is. Mother nature knows what it's doing. Universe, there's some sort of righteousness in why it's happening. Just because you don't have control in it doesn't mean that you don't have righteousness in it or understanding that journey, right? So accept that at least in our journey of that fearing, I think for some of it it is fearsome. I mean, I don't know if I said it before in this podcast or anything, but I've said that growing up in my lifetime, I had a fear, deep, dark nightmares of the world ending. And look at me here now. And I'm not as freaking out as before, right? And that's with, I grew. And I grew in ways that, you know, I'm sure we can cover that another way, another time. But ultimately what I grew into knowing is something that has least given me peace and serenity and something that has riddled my anxiety for fucking years. And that in and of itself gives me permission to not be so scared because again, to honor myself and whatever I believe in, whatever people get criticized or think of the criticism of me being me is that I have my own right of, of um, authentic sovereignty. And it is a gamble in and of itself. Now, what I bring up with the frequency that's here and everywhere you go, I'm hearing people in their explorative ways of figuring out what's going on. Yeah. I mean, things are changing, man. Things are, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing that. So let's just think for a second, it's energy moving faster, things happening faster. So then imagine, okay, let's say if we can understand that faster and we're going to train now people to behave kindly with one another because our power of connectivity is so crazy that imagine us all connecting and then the frequency is all vibrating together on that beautiful energy will be just as fast as the destruction that's supposedly supposed to come or is around us, right? It's it's checks and balances. It's knowing that energy works in duality and duality only, right? And I, 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 re- I really like I really like your optimism, but I'm imagining the um, the microchips, like speaking about frequency. Oh yes, you know what's on the CDC website? Controlling frequency and limiting. Mass frequency. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my vision. Yeah, but you know, with to honor. I mean, this is not for nothing. This is to honor how how change works in life. Again, change works right. in accepting that there are things that will be getting rid of. It just comes with the territory. It is not something that I think that in our lifetime we should continue in twenty twenty one be afraid of understanding and accepting that death. And life is part of the experience of the human experience is part of life. And um, that's where I, I'm seeing the. I think you muted yourself. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> there <you go. laughs> Oops. Um, wow. That's weird. Uh, but the element of having to now be able to reach a situation so so remarkable in our time of history making is to be able to i hate the cliche sound of this hope and faith but that's what kind of it is at the end of the day um to to control yourself have a better lifestyle and stay away from not stay away face the fears but be able to accept that you can transition yourself out of them, that there are things that you can do and we can all do collectively 
to not be afraid of, again, of what we think we know or don't know what's coming. Because either way, it's a beautiful thing. Either way, it's a beautiful thing. If we consider every time nature, something chaotic has come and nature has come and tried to heal it, it's been a beautiful thing. Nature always wins in that case, you know? It's just very are healing all that shit. Yeah, the goal is just to be ready, right? Like that that's re- that's really all there is you can do cuz time is going to change and move forward. Mm-hmm. Do the work and be ready. Yep. And, yeah. That's pretty much it. Yep. Um I think we can wrap out wrap Sounds up. Good. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, um always uh, you know, always fun racking now. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> great. There's a lot, a lot of good and off-wall transitions. But yeah, for real. Always works. It, was, it always works. It's been a pleasure, like always, catching up and just keeping the sick conversations going. It's nice. Definitely, definitely. Um, you can find me on IG at Gold Conditioning. Um, you can follow us on The Hike Life, H-I-G-H-K-E. And you can follow and and, I, and you can follow me on um, at on IG right now at underscore number seventh goddess, and yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much it for me for me. All right, cool. Next time, peace. Next time, bye. Later. <laughs>